0: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Mike Hack here for MMAfighting.com, reacting to some new developments in regards to UFC President Dana White. I'm sure we've seen the video by now. It was New Year's Eve, video released by TMZ that showed him and his wife Anne in some sort of dispute At a nightclub, she seemed very distressed in the video. He grabs her wrist, he says something to her, she slaps him, he slapped her, what appeared to be multiple times in the video. And since then, there has been no other response from Dana White, from the UFC, from their parent company in Denver, Endeavor, not Denver, Endeavor, Turner Sports, anybody involved with Dana White in the UFC, other than the TMZ interview That was released with that video from Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Until Wednesday. On Wednesday, the UFC Vegas 67 Media Day is about to begin. And unexpectedly, Dana White shows up to the Media Day. He was the first person on stage. He opened things up, spoke for a couple of minutes, saying that, I'm here, I wanted to talk to all of you. And the focus at the end of the day should be on the fights, this Saturday and the fighters. This has nothing to do with them. He then answered questions from the media for several more minutes and multiple times throughout the scrum, he reiterated what he said on TMZ. No excuse. He reiterated his embarrassment, said multiple times he will not be able to bounce back from this in the public as well as at his own home. And one thing that he said that truly stuck out to me, and I'm sure the two gentlemen I'm going to introduce and everybody else that heard it, and he repeated this throughout, and he said it right away. He opposed anybody who defended him. Don't defend me on this. This is on me. I was wrong. Do not defend my actions. So a lot to unpack here. So let me bring in my colleagues, Alexander K. Lee and Damon Martin. And AK, as we record this, this scrum from Dana White wrapped maybe 30, 40 minutes ago. And look, we know Dana White. We've been following this man for a long time. We've seen how this has played out over the last week plus. He did not have to do this. I mean, he probably did in the grand scheme of things, but he certainly personally did not have to do this. And he did. He faced the MMA media. We didn't think this was going to happen for a very long time. He did it right away, right before their first card of the year. And he answered the questions. And again, he said multiple times, do not defend me. You are wrong if you defend me in this situation. So right off the bat, your reaction to this media day scrum.
1: Yeah, look, if if you want to look at it in the most cynical way, you would say what a brilliant move by Dana White to sort of control the narrative here to go on the offensive uh, by showing up at- in a situation where nobody expected him to show up. I don't think anybody would have asked him to show up. I don't know if any of us in the media were like, Dana better show up, you know, for that first fight week of, uh, of 2023 to address this. We were all kind of like, we're okay with Dana. You know, he re- he's released a statement. Uh, and he's probably gonna go into hiding. And we were kind of like all accepted that. We're not saying like that's the best way to handle it, but we had all kind of accepted it. Most of our criticism following the incident, and this is not to say that uh what I'm about to say is worse than what you know that what Dana did, which was you know, striking his wife, but right behind that is you know his business associates, ESPN, the UFC, Endeavor, uh not saying anything. So that's that's what really threw us off. That's what that's what really uh drew most of our criticism. So again, we were not demanding. Dana White, you know, come answer now. We wanted answers. We wanted statements from those companies. Uh, So for him to show up really through throws everything off. Uh, First thing I'll say from the most positive standpoint is that his messaging is on point. His messaging of don't defend me. There's no excusing this. I hope uh, people take those words to heart because it is 100% the correct thing to say. That part of his uh, media scrum. We, We can't reiterate this enough because... The other the other uh, <laughs> group of people that I think a lot of us in the media were frustrated with were fans and fighters who were so quick to step up and defend Dana White. It, it was mystifying to us. Like, we just couldn't understand why, when he himself in the initial interview with TMZ had, had said something similar Don't defend me. I made a mistake. I, I, I screwed up. This is all on me. So, Again, uh, kind of bringing it back to how I started this, if people want to say this is just, uh, you know, uh, c- protecting his brand and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, controlling the narrative and he's just saying what people want him to hear, y- you can maybe assume that. That's fine. Again, I've been very critical of Dana White in the past and certainly his uh, truth telling abilities. But in this case, if you want to look at it at the surface level of uh, he's fully acknowledging that he did something wrong, that is a hell of a lot better than a lot of public figures. Have handled domestic violence cases in the past. Again, I'm not absolving Dana White of what he did. Uh, I'm not saying that today's press con- uh, media scrum was perfect. Again, we're going to get to some of the less fine points in a moment. I'm sure, but the the initial messaging, I was wrong. Don't defend me. Uh, uh, I live with this the rest of my life. Very accurate. Uh, and again, credit to Dana for coming out in a situation where it we hadn't we did. It certainly probably wasn't required, and we definitely did not expect it.
0: Damon, what did you think of this whole thing? We were talking a little bit before we hit record, and, and you brought up a really good point, which I'm sure you're going to share right now. But overall, what what did you think about this?
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of mind-boggling to me how Dana White, the guy that did this really egregious, awful thing, being domestic violence and striking his wife in a video that we have now all seen, has found a way to handle this situation better than anyone else around him. I don't understand how this is possible. This is an, a horrible, horrible thing. We all agree on that. The entire world agrees on that. You do not put your hands on a woman, ever. We all agree. That's like the that's like the most bait. It's it's like, I, I know this is a terrible. It's like when people say really dumb things publicly and they bring up really controversial subjects, you just scratch your head and you say, how do you not know better than to say that? And inevitably someone comes out and defends them. It was, oh, they weren't really saying that. And you're like, what are you doing? We all know it's wrong. <laughs> you do not put your hands on a woman. Fighters are coming out saying, well, she hit him first, and everyone. And then there's people just dead silence, being mostly Endeavor and ESPN, and by extension, Turner Sports with TBS making the partnership with Power Slap. Dana White doing the TMZ interview on day one was already a, a little suspect because TMZ is ultimately a partner of the UFC. We all know this. They are in bed with the UFC, and that's kind of an easier way to kind of go out there and give your statement. Even in the, even, and, and to his credit, to Dana's credit, even in that interview, one of the guys from TMZ said, Now we heard there was a lot of alcohol involved. And Dana's like, Yeah, there was, but that doesn't make it any better. No excuses. Like even then, he was saying, Don't try to make excuses for me. Then today, on Wednesday, he comes out and says, after a number of fighters have disturbingly <laughs> defended his actions, he comes out and says, Don't do that. Don't defend me. There's no defending this. It's horrible. You don't I'm gonna have to carry this label for me with me for the rest of my life. How is it? that the guy who did this awful thing is handling this better than anyone around him. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm not absolving the UFC in this, but he is the president of the UFC. So it's a little harder for me to imagine Hunter Campbell or someone else from the company, but it would seem almost disingenuous for one of them to put out a statement considering he's their boss, right? But how Ari Emanuel, a guy who has been very vocal In other hot-button subjects, I mean, he more or less said when Mel Gibson came out years ago and had very, very horrible, controversial things to say, he basically said, it's not worth the money you're going to make off this guy to do business with him. Be done with him. It's back in the early 2000s. He had a big statement on Kanye West with his whole anti-Semitism, and rightfully so. Like, I was like, good for you, Ari. Like, come out and say this. The fact that he said nothing, no statement. I mean, this is... For an awful situation, this was the biggest layup in the universe to just come out and say we condemn these actions. Now, we can all sit here and say it's lip service because there's no real punishment involved. There's no repercussion for this, but at least say we condemn these actions. It's horrible, it's awful. You don't do this. We do not condone this. Whatever. They said nothing. It just it it boggles my mind how Dana White is handling this better than anyone else. I don't understand how how this
0: is possible. And he brought up the don't defend me thing on his own. This is on his opening monologue, so to speak. And he said, one thing that I didn't say to TMZ was, and I've seen the tweets and everything out there, don't defend me. He brought this up on his own. And of course, it was asked of him multiple other times, and he said the same thing. So, AK, look, I, I think he handled himself great and i agree with everything both of you guys said and he could have just stayed in the shadows and let this thing just fade away which let's let's be honest especially with some of the reactions we've seen from from the fighters and from a minority of fans who it's a pretty eclectic group it probably would have happened it probably just would have faded away so outside of him just showing up and doing this today did anything surprise you from the scrum at all today
1: uh, yeah, I I did wonder if he would have taken the opportunity. Um, after having to get, get you know gotten a better lay of the land, because like we said, some a lot of the points he said uh on, at the scrum were echoed from the TMZ interview. Don't defend me. Uh, this is on me. This is my mistake. Things like that. You know, he may have elaborated more. He may have reworded. They're very similar. I I had again the I the cynical side of me had wondered in the time since then, seeing that there was still a lot of fans who supported him. That many of his fighters, that any of the fighters who spoke up, seemed to be in support. I don't know if I know any Dustin Poirier. I'd say Dustin Poirier, I say was one I was interviewed and said obviously it, there was no excuse. but Other than that, Sean O'Malley had kind of come forward, and and I don't know if he was joking or not. But even if he was, what a terrible thing to be sarcastic about, um saying that uh, Dana White it was okay that he hit his wife back. Uh, uh, Jamal Hill, I, I have no idea where what happened to him. He went, he lost his absolute mind uh, defending uh, domestic violence. Uh, totally crazy. Um, and I, and and then again, the no statements from Endeavor, no statement from UFC, no statement from the ESPN. Um, at that point, you wonder if if Dana or his team would be like, listen, you're not looking that bad in the situation. You 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 got the first statement out there. There's a lot of support for you out there we push pushed back, stupid power slap league. This is going to blow over. You don't need to say anything more. Um, so I am a little surprised that he did stick to, again, oh, pretty much just elaborate on what he had said to TMZ, stuck to those guns because it could have gone a lot worse. It, his first public appearance, whether it was this week or in the future, could have gone a lot worse. It could've, he could have just ignored the whole issue. He could have been more defiant. Uh, but as as I said before, the messaging was really where it needed to be. Um, Damon kind of touched upon this though if there's one thing that you know I think all of us weren't fans of yes the whole idea that UFC can't work without him that him being punished would punish fighters and everyone else uh, that's a little narcissistic again I don't know if that's just coming from him or if that's kind of what his team and management want him to say that like listen you got to remind people you are essential to this business whatever you say remind people you're essential to this business you got to look out for yourself too because it came off a little bit like that came off a little bit like despite everything I'm saying uh it's important that I don't face any real consequences.
2: You have to imagine, yeah. you have, you have to imagine at, at least again, I'm, I may be wrong, but you have to imagine there's some messaging in there from Endeavor telling mm-hmm. him that like, yep. we can't do this without you. Cause why else would they stay silent? Like why else would they not at least put out a statement saying we condemn these actions? We do not condone domestic violence, whatever you want to say, because d- listen, is Dana, you know, can Dana be a narcissistic person? Does, does he... Yeah, of course. When you're in that position of power, yeah, that's kind of common, right? Like, we all kind of come to see that with people in these positions of power when it seems like they're untouchable, whether you're talking about him or Elon Musk or any of these other guys that feel untouchable. They all have this kind of air of narcissism. And I, I get it. I'm not excusing it, but I get it. So, but you got to imagine there's got to be messaging somewhere saying, we can't do this without you, Dana. You know what I mean? We can't. So when he said that was... Probably my biggest issue with this whole thing and I listen I it, it's an abhorrent thing what he did and trust me as a guy who grew up in domestic violence in my own household uh the last thing I would ever do is excuse that. I've said you know since day the second I saw this video it sickened me and it's disgusting and no one should excuse this absolutely not um but again, to his credit in terms of owning it and taking responsibility for it, Dana has said, And done all the right things the one thing i disagree with him on though is this whole what happens if i go away for 30 or 60 days that hurts how does it i mean come on the ufc is like a well-oiled machine right now There, you and i'm not trying to make light of this but there's been a million press conferences where dana gets asked about some prelim fighter and he has zero clue who you're talking about like he just said oh yeah they look good you know he has no idea who this person is he's not concerning himself with the third fight of the night from somebody who didn't come from the contender series. He's worried about, the, and I get it. He's worried about the main event co main event, things like that. It's not like he's the talent scout out there finding all these fighters. It's not like, you know, he's, we've heard a million times, even when he, when Lorenzo was around, Lorenzo ended up doing a lot of the contract. We know Hunter Campbell, if you talk to any fighter on the UFC roster, nine times out of 10 or 99 times out of a hundred, they're dealing with Hunter Campbell at the UFC. Um, I'm not saying Dana is not involved, and Dana is an important part of the machine. But to pretend like it all falls apart if you're not there, I think that's a that's a again that's a couple a, a, a bridge too far. That was probably my only real issue with the whole thing is when he said it was like, "Will you have any kind of?" He all he had to say at that moment was, "I it's not my place. Like I can't. I'm not. It's not my place to punish me. Like it's Endeavor. They own the company. Endeavor should be the one." punishing him and saying, you got to step away for three months or six months or a month or whatever the, you know, whatever it is, him saying that, like, what, how does it hurt the guy? That's, that's my only real issue with this whole thing. Otherwise, everything he said, he said, right. And he answered questions and credit to the media that was in assembled there. They all got shocked by this. I'm sure they didn't expect Dana to show up, but they asked him questions. They didn't shy away from asking him questions and actually, you know, making him own up to it. Uh good for them because they were not the TMZ, you know, we're, you know, getting paid by the UFC to to talk to you kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that was my only real issue with this whole thing was the whole how 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 does the UFC survive without me? Um, I think we're past I'm not saying Dana's not important. He is, but you know, if he goes away for three months, do the wheels fall off? I highly doubt it.
0: No. And you could do it in different ways. You could just not put him in front of a camera and not have him do interviews and not have him do certain things. And maybe you pull power slap off for three months. Like that one still boggles my mind that they're still going forward, with this power slap league, but it is what it is. I'm not going to harp on it. And I agree with both of you. I think the biggest miss of this whole thing was if I step away, it doesn't hurt me. It hurts the UFC. And, you know, maybe behind the scenes, certain deals, like he has to be there. Like, Damon, you're a Sons of Anarchy fan, right? Galen, Absolutely. Galen wouldn't do a deal with the Sons unless Clay was involved, even though we knew Clay was who he was. And he just wouldn't move forward with any kind of deals to help them out unless Clay was at the head of the table. So maybe there's something like that. I have no idea. I'll tell you what the most surprising thing was to me. And Damon, you could probably attest to this because you do a lot of interviews for the site. Dana White went on the record and basically said that anybody on the roster can react to this however they want. Free speech, he's on the record saying this. And I'm stunned that he said that because, truth be told, this has been weighing on my mind for a while because I'm trying to like do more interviews and there's like the journalistic part of me that wants to ask these fighters... Their reaction to this, because I've talked to a lot of them off the record and a lot of them are horrified by this, especially the female fighters who have reached out and said, you guys are covering this really well. You're doing it fairly and you're not hiding it all. And that's just the way we have to cover this because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what would be done in any other sport. But the fact that Dana was like, listen, if a fighter has a bad thing to say about this, then cool. Like they should have a bad thing to say about this. So I was really surprised to to hear him say that and who knows if there's any truth to that or, or whatnot but last question i'll ask ak will there be in your opinion any more response from this will there be anything else or outside of just him showing up post pay-per-view and somebody just asking him how his family's doing or something like that do you think there'll be any further response from this other than what we got on wednesday no there'll be,
1: there'll be some listen there'll be some lingering comments lingering questions maybe more media appearances maybe he does something formal with espn uh, who has been noticeably quiet i want to say anyone from on, from espn on social media uh, talking about the story um and talking about the scrum most of it's again coming from media outlets not associated with the, not directly connected to the ufc so uh, i could see him planning some sort of you know proper sit down Uh, and really hit and really get this message out there really show that he's not hiding um you know in case whatever he did today wasn't enough i could see that happening otherwise until you know it will flare up again if i say if blindly hoping that this is somehow never happens again that you know there is some domestic violence incident with one of his athletes was you know um Then it's going to come up all over again. Then we have this whole discussion. Um, But he kind of mentioned that today, too. He said going forward, it's not going to, you know, what I did is not going to affect how the UFC um, deals with these cases in the future. It'll be case by case. Everything's different. But, you know, pretty vague answer, probably the right stance to take at this point for him and for the company. Um, So for now, I don't want to say it's going to blow over, but he has done his part as much as he can do. Uh, to make this blow for him. The rest, the rest of it is with again the cor- the uh, huge organizations he works for, and I think they've already made it pretty clear. Uh, they don't have it. They don't have much to say on the matter.
0: Yeah, I, I would still like to see him because, like we've all talked about, he's handled this better than anybody else has. I would still like to see him, kind of on his own or however it's worked, make a ch- make a charitable donation to help. You know it, yeah. with, with dv and and yeah. all that um he, cut a like, psa i'd love to see that be done even if it's on his own because even if he's not getting pushed to do that but other than that you can't really complain about how he has handled all of this like yeah there's certain things along the way since the tmz interview that have irked me but it is what it is he came on he faced the music today and i, I give him a lot of credit for that so he, is there,
1: he, what else okay yeah he needs to do all that going forward he needs to do all the all the good pr all the again whether people want to believe it or not, whether they believe it's sincere or not, it's very important that he does these things. Cause even if the intent, even if the intention behind it is insincere, he has a platform where he can and the resources where he can sort of help with this sort of thing. And and that is like my most optimistic takeaway because the fact that he's not facing consequences sends a really poor message. Uh a message that I feel like very badly undercuts. Everything that he tried to say today, everything that he said in his statement, because as much as he can say, yes, it's a stain that he personally wears for the rest of his life. And and uh and, and that's that's a horrible thing. If he if he truly does feel remorseful and truly does feel guilty, terrible thing to live with, terrible thing that he did and he knows it. But from a financial standpoint, from a business standpoint, this sends the message that it you don't face consequences for these actions. And I worry that so many of the people who were ignorant about this um and had and who ignored the message uh, that he said right from the start will focus more on that more on well he got away with it you know he got away with this horrible horrible thing he did and i and i hope that's not the takeaway i hope um again the 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 pr the message that he put out the words that he said today uh, outside of the the company can't survive without me thing i hope the don't defend me i'm 100% wrong it's all on me i hope that is what people take away from this and not that Unfortunately, a powerful man did something very, very, very bad in public. And as far as we know, is facing no public or internal consequences. Damon, do you think
0: there'll be anything more from this?
2: Um, Well, two quick things. One, let me speak to your point earlier about the whole, the fighter messages. While you and I and everyone on this call knows, everyone listening knows, the UFC will absolutely, you know, there will be blowback when you do certain things in the UFC. And so there's a, we understand the healthy fear why certain fighters don't speak out. But I will say, again, this is me giving credit to Dana White. We've seen plenty of nasty things said about the UFC and Dana White over the years, and fighters still stay in the UFC. We can't sit here and say that fighters can't speak their minds because they've done. I mean, the greatest example, of course, is Tito Ortiz. Tito and Dana despised each other, and yet he continued to give Tito fights. He put him in the Hall of Fame. like. All these again. I'm not saying it's across the board because there are certain people. Let's say Frank Shamrock, who's still not in the UFC Hall of Fame, and I think that's a personal grudge. But you can't sit there and say you can't say anything. Like I understand, like you you got to use kid gloves, and this is a more personal incident than a business thing. But it it is weird to me because we've seen plenty of fighters say wildly crazy things about the UFC and Dana White, and there's been really not you know they they still stick around the roster or whatever. So let me get that off first too. As far as handling going forward. Um, I don't think Dana's is going to shy away from this. I mean, you know, this is, this is different than like, let's say, and I know it's a, a weird example, but this is different than like when people continuously badgered him about Jake Paul and he finally was like, I'm just sick of talking about this guy. Like, don't, he's not in my business. I have nothing to do with him. Stop asking me about him. He's if he's serious and he owns up to this. When another fighter sadly gets involved in a domestic violence situation, which Given the nature of how 2023 has started, it probably won't be long, unfortunately. Um, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna address it. I don't think he's gonna shy away from it. So I, I, I don't think, like when I say, is this the end of it in terms of him publicly addressing it? No, I think when the next press conference comes and he shows up and there's a follow up question, maybe Endeavor does a earnings call which they will do for quarter one here in a couple months and maybe finally Ari Emanuel will actually have to speak on the record about this whole Dana White situation and maybe he's asked for his reaction uh then he'll I don't think he's gonna listen I don't think he's gonna shy away from from it now because he didn't need to do this today um so you know I don't think he's gonna be I don't think he's gonna go out and do a million different things but when he shows up at press conferences and someone has a follow-up question or Maybe there's a reporter who hasn't been around who has a question about this. I don't think he's going to shy away from it again. He's not ha- for a guy who did it and did a horrible thing. He's not handling this. You know, he's not handling this much better than he could have. Honestly, like doing what he's doing. He's saying all the right things. Hopefully he's doing all the right things at home to repair the damage he's done with his family. Uh, he said his, uh, his oldest son is very not happy. And you know, so that's a situation he's got to deal with at home. Um, but again, this all comes back to the people around him. Endeavor, TBS, Turner Sports, ESPN, just giving him a pass. He's not asking for a pass, people. He's telling you, don't defend me. Don't do not do it. And they're all just like, what, what are you talking? Where, where did he say this? No, he didn't say this. What? It's, it's just, it's mind boggling to me how the guy who did this did it right in terms of his record, how he's handling the reaction to this. And everyone else around him is blowing it beyond any possible measure. They're blowing it.
0: Well, we will see what happens. But last thing I want to say on this before we wrap this thing up is talking about this, whether it's us or anybody else within the media that wrote articles about it or whatever, because data mentioned it all. And he mentioned people that he doesn't like talking about this, probably talking about one of our colleagues, talking about it a lot. And I'm sure Dana's seen it all. And he said, they have every right to do that. And he mentioned all of this. So he knows what people are saying. He listens and sees what everybody is saying about him. So talking about this and us bringing this up and keeping this as a story, in my opinion, this has led to at least something happening, right? Because we've been wondering what's going to happen? What's going to happen? We've heard nothing since TMZ. At least he came out and did something about this. And we I'm giving him a ton of credit for it. I know you guys are as well. I know a lot of people in the space are as well. And who knows if this will be the end. I'm guessing it's not. More, like I said, more can probably be done here um, for, from a PR perspective, but only time will tell if it, it, it does. And AK Damon, thank you very much. And thank you all for listening and watching. I am Mike Heck. Stay tuned to MMAFighting.com for any more developments on the story. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.